Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Friends, welcome. You are here for episode 81 and a half, the Friday faith follow-up episode to our conversation this week around summertime activities for your kids, for your family. I hope that our conversation on Tuesday was helpful, getting some of those creative juices flowing for some ideas to entertain your kids, whether that's, you know, kind of that I'm bored syndrome that can happen on summer break, or it's just a rainy day activity, you know, everyone's just kind of lounging around and and feeling bored. And we can so easily, as moms, start to feel guilty about that, start to put the pressure on ourselves to entertain them or come up with something. So I hope that some of those ideas were helpful. But... As I mentioned on Tuesday, I do realize none of the ideas I specifically talked about were family discipleship, faith building, you know, Bible-centered activities. Now, that being said, any activity can include some conversation around biblical principles or um, a prayer opportunity or a conversation opportunity. Um, You know, one of the ideas I talked about was creating your own coloring book with your kids or having, you know, if they're a little bit older, having them do that for themselves. Well, you could easily create a coloring book with some beautiful pictures of, of different verses from the Psalms or things like that. You know, any idea could be taken in a direction where it's much more explicitly about the Lord, about our Christian faith. Um, But I do want us today to specifically have a conversation about the unique opportunities that come up during summer break, or even, you know, those rainy days, like kind of those those days or those seasons that are outside of your normal schedule, and people aren't necessarily as busy, or at least they're not as busy with kind of the usual stuff. We can get into that routine, stuck in that rut. <laughs> and these seasons, like summer break from school, give a particularly unique opportunity for family discipleship. And not just for you, the parent, discipling your kids, teaching them or challenging them or trying to grow them in some particular way, but summer break in particular is often a time when the family is trying to spend more time together. You're planning a big vacation or you've got um, summer camps, you know, <laughs> that you want to be a part of and and uh, there's there's usually just more opportunity for the family itself to be together which means we have a specifically special opportunity to grow in our faith together. Not just parent leading child, but everyone together trying out some of the same activities or some of the same, um, you know, Bible reading plans or or whatever that might be for your family. So I do have, um, just like I had on Tuesday, (laughs) I mentioned the ideas we talked about were actually pulled from a larger resource that I have available on um, on my Etsy shop, which are summer vacation ideas. There's a 104 activities in the card deck set that is on Etsy, um, but we only talked about 12 of them. Well, the things we're going to talk about today in a similar way pull from a 
family faith summer challenge um, that I have available on the Etsy shop. And don't forget, you can get a 25% off uh, or you can use my discount code for the month of June to get 25% off summer break, all one word, um, specifically because I want us all to feel equipped and ready and excited for the summer. And I know there are a lot of easy little resources and tools that I have developed that might be helpful for that. So use the discount code summer break anytime during June 2022. And you get 25% off any item in the shop, including the 104 activity ideas set, and including the family faith summer challenge, um, as well as, you know, of course, some other things that are in there as well, a reading tracker for your kids, all sorts of good stuff for the summer. But before I share a few ideas, I want to talk a little bit together about how we can use the summer break to engage our kids in discipleship. And the first point that I want to make there is that you have to be excited about whatever the activity is or whatever the thing is that you're doing if you want your kids to be excited. Now, this is definitely true when your kids are little. I mean, my kids are toddlers and if I have the right inflection in my voice, that right tone of voice, I mean, I can be saying, hey, we're going to fold laundry, we're going to load the dishwasher, it doesn't matter, they're going to be excited because mommy is making it sound like it's a big deal and it's going to be so exciting. <laughs> and and that's great. But even as our kids get older, even as they hit those preteen years, the teenage years, they may not show on their face or their outward expression, they may not show they're excited about something or interested or curious about something. But if you are excited about it, if you are pumped up for it, you're curious about it, you are actually diving in and not just kind of checking off a box or, you know, they can tell what our heart attitude is about a new activity, especially when it comes to our faith. If you are all in, they are going to be much more interested more curious, more excited, more engaged. Now, different kids are going to show that differently as they get older. Uh, That's a very normal part of the adolescent um, season of life. But it is simply a fact that if you want your kids to be engaged with some faith building activities, you have to be engaged. They are never going to go further on it than you are willing to go. So that is something to consider as you think about activities that you want to try out with your family is, you know, really what, yes, what would they be interested in? What are their you know preferences or hobbies or talents or whatever that is? But also, what would you be interested in? What are you curious about? If you would, would really love to dive into the Psalms, then you might want to find some activities around the Psalms because you are more likely to be excited about it to talk about it, to follow through with it, and and just to kind of give that positive energy to the activity. And you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and throw some of these specific ideas in here as we talk through the like more bigger abstract thoughts about discipleship opportunities in the summer, uh, because I mentioned the Psalms. And one idea of an activity that your family could do is to write some of your own Psalms together over the summer. They can be long, they can be short. You can, you know, open your Bible and actually look at a psalm and just kind of write like a rewrite in my own words, a paraphrase of that psalm. Or you could just write your own heart prayer or song of praise to the Lord. 
Um, and everyone could do that. Even your little kids could do that. Now it might be short and sweet and that's totally fine. They may not be able to write, um, but you could talk it through or sing it through, create your own song together or, you know, have them draw a picture as you read a psalm to them. These are all different variations of ways that you can engage your whole family in in not only reading scripture, reading at least a little bit of the Psalms and talking about that together, but connecting with the Lord in a personal way, writing your own Psalm or singing that or drawing that, whatever is going to be the best fit for your family. And, and like every idea we've talked about this week, you can make this as big or as little as you want it to be. If one of your kids is into this, you want to make it a big deal. Um, maybe they write, you know, create their own book of Psalms, or maybe they, you know, prefer singing. And so they create their own CD, if they know what a CD is anymore, <laughs> their own playlist, I guess, of, you know, songs that they're writing, or, uh, you know, they pick out like the five main emotions, and they write a Psalm coming from each of those emotions and taking it to the Lord. You can go big, you can go small, but that is one idea for family discipleship, for engaging your kids in a unique way because you have a little extra time and you can all do this together or share the experience together. But a second point that we want to consider about, um, I mean, really at any time in our discipleship, like our intentional activities we're doing with our kids, but especially if it's summer break and your kids are feeling like, this is my time, you know, I finally have a break from school, please don't be giving me a lot of homework or things to do. It's really helpful to let them have a say in what you're doing. Now, all the time, this would show up when we think about the conversations we're having with them. You know, we want them to feel comfortable asking questions and sharing their doubts, sharing their struggles. And then that's what we talk through. Um, If your family is reading through the Bible together, you want to let them have a say in what are we reading and, and how are we talking about it. And one of the ideas, um, one of the activities in my family faith summer challenge um, that I had developed and then kind of edited, you know, so be nice and pretty as a printable for Etsy. um, One of those specific ideas is to pick 10 Bible passages together or Bible verses together and memorize them. Everyone in the family. Now, if you have really little kids or you have a mom brain like me, maybe do five, you know, there's nothing magical about 10, but pick a number and, and memorize Bible verses together. You can, uh, review them together at breakfast every day. You can draw them or write them out and hang them on the walls. Uh, you can look up and see, you know, are there songs about these different Bible passages? There's so many wonderful Christian worship songs that include specific verses of scripture. There's a lot of ways you could do this. But this is particularly a great activity for all of your kids to have a say in what you're doing. Everyone could pick a different verse and say, I want to memorize John 3.16, or I want to memorize Ephesians 2 verse 8, or, or whatever it is. And it's probably a good time to not shut them down, even if maybe you have a teenager who's not super into this. And so they're trying to pick, you know, what are the shortest verses? Jesus wept. Okay, let's memorize it okay, memorize it. (laughs) You don't need to make this a sticking point in your relationship with them or your discipleship with them. Uh, Maybe that just means you extend it from 10 verses to 11 verses (laughs) or whatever you want to do. But let your kids have a say in how these activities come together. Whether that is 
um, that memorizing, you know, 10 or five or whatever number scripture verses together, or it's a conversation or it's really anything else that you do that is specifically about the Lord and the Christian faith. Your goal is not just to teach your kids or discipline your kids or get them to memorize a certain amount of facts about Jesus. Your ultimate goal is to lead your kids toward a relationship with the Lord. And if they don't feel like they have a say in what that looks like, in the things that they are doing, the activities they're engaging in, how they're filling their time with this Bible stuff, they're a lot less likely to care about having a relationship with the Lord that has to, at some point, become their own. And so it's really helpful as early as possible to let them have a say in what you're doing for these discipleship activities. And then the third point that I want us to to highlight together is that as we consider what the summer is going to look like, you know, maybe there's a little extra time for some discipleship opportunities. It's really helpful to engage all of their senses and all the different types of learning styles. And this might be especially true or really hit home if your kid is struggling in school, like maybe it's a very lecture-oriented school setting and they are just not a lecture person, like they're not an auditory learner. Um, Maybe they're more visual or they're more, uh, what's the word, kinetic, (laughs) where they need to be active, physically active. Engaging all of their senses, all their learning styles is going to be really helpful in engaging them in these activities for your family growing in faith together. It is not just about let's sit down, open our King James Bible and read a chapter every day. That might be great. That might be a really great fit for your family. But there are far more ways that we can connect with the Lord than simply visually sitting down and reading the Bible. And frankly, kids these days in our modern culture they're really not that interested in reading. I mean, Lord, I hope my kids are. (laughs) I like to read, um, but my husband is a teacher. And I mean, the kids are bragging about how, you know, hey, I got through English this year and I never actually read a book. I only had to read a chapter. I read the cliff notes or whatever. And this is a Christian school with, with great kids, but reading is just not as engaging for most kids today compared to video or doing things together, um, conversations together. There's a lot of different ways that kids can connect with the truth of the Bible. And we want to engage all of those different ways because you never know how the Lord is going to use it. And so, um, and one, you know, as a third activity challenge for your family, um, there are several different spots where you could do this, but I really love Ephesians chapter one, verses 17 to 23. And you might want to pray those verses. It's a prayer that Paul is giving for the Ephesian church, for those um, Christian believers. And your family might want to kind of adopt one of those prayers, like Ephesians chapter one, this verse here, or this passage here, and pray that over each family member each week. You know, every day, a different person could kind of take the lead. Today, my son is going to pray for my daughter, and they don't have to think of what to say They could expand or, you know, make it their own if they want to, but they can simply pray these verses of scripture over their other family members. Um, You could do every day, you know, every Monday we pray for dad, every Tuesday we pray for uh, my oldest son or, or whatever it is, or different family members could take point on this. You could have them 
write a letter to other family members expressing this prayer. They could memorize this. They could um, create, you know, paraphrase it in their own words. There's a lot of different ways that you could do this. But this is just one example of an activity that engages more of your kids' senses and learning styles than just sitting down and reading or sitting down and listening to a sermon or a lecture. You're not only going to have to read the verses, but you're going to hear them out loud. Um, And you could, again, make this more creative. It's going to be a personal connection when they're hearing their name being prayed for, or they are the one doing the praying. Um, And you can you can make it more visual because you're watching each other. They could, like I said, write notes or draw a picture or even make a little, you know, pull out your phone, take a little video and text it to each other, (laughs) whatever they want to do. That's going to engage your kids in prayer, praying for each other. So those are just a few, a few specific activity ideas, but also just some reminders for all of us about how do we approach our discipleship responsibilities but also opportunities during the unique seasons of life. Summer break is a unique season, um, especially for families who have kids that are school-aged. And so we want to be intentional with that time. We want to use it well. So I hope some of these thoughts are helpful. I would love it if you um, let me know what you think. I mean, you can leave a review of the podcast and let me know, hey, we also love this idea. or I had a question about this idea, you can hop into the Facebook group and share some of your thoughts, your experiences. I would love to hear how you have found creative opportunities to disciple your kids and what that's looked like for you. That would be um, not only helpful and encouraging for me, but for the whole community. (laughs) We want to be equipping and encouraging one another. That is um, especially what the Facebook group is all about. So You're invited to share all of that with us, with me. I would love to hear from you. But before we close out today, let me, uh, let me close us with a word of prayer from Ephesians 1, 17 to 23. Holy God, I pray that you will give the spirit of wisdom and revelation to every person listening to this episode of the podcast. I pray that you will give this wisdom and revelation so that they may know you better and disciple their kids more effectively or meaningfully or creatively. I pray that the eyes of our hearts will be enlightened in order that we will know the hope to which you have called us, the riches of your glorious inheritance in your holy people and your incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength you exerted, God, when you raised Christ from the dead and seated him at your right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. Lord, you have placed all things under Jesus' feet. You have appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. And Lord, for those of us who are listening today, who are praying for and concerned over and desperate for our children to know you, to be truly a part of your body, a part of the church, to be filled by you in every way. Lord, I pray that we will be encouraged this summer in the opportunities that you give, the creativity that we try out, and I pray that our children will be responsive, Lord. 
I pray all of this trusting in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, friends, that is all we have for today. Um, Let me know your thoughts about family discipleship. (laughs) What has worked for you? What have you tried? Uh, You can share that in a review of the podcast. You can share that in the Facebook group. Um, And don't forget, we have the 25% off discount code in the Love Your People Well Etsy shop all through the month of June 2022. Just use the code SUMMERBREAK, all one word, um, and find some resources that are going to help you with your kids or with your own personal faith um, or whatever. There's some Father's Day stuff in there. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff. I didn't want to just, you know, pull out specific listings. (laughs) (laughs) to be on sale. It was a lot easier to say the whole shop is on sale. So don't forget, uh, take a look at what's there. Use that summer break discount code and hop on back next week because we will be here for episode 82, continuing our conversations around how to love our people well. Hugs and blessings to you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon.